Well, hello again, everybody. Look at this. Two nights in a row. It would have been a bit rubbish had I given up after my very first podcast, but I had such tremendous support after my first that I am back again for my second one. Foxy After Dark is the podcast. So thank you for joining me again. Of course, I'm Lucy and I am here in cold, wintry Surrey. Burr. And when the sun goes down and it's time to go to bed, then I like to listen to old time radio shows and I want to share them with you to help you relax after a very busy day doing whatever you're doing and uh, an opportunity to just chill out and drift off to sleep with me listening to something fun. It's a fun night tonight. Some of the shows will be more serious. Some will be detective-esque. Detective-esque? Is that a word? Probably not. <laughs> Murder mystery, maybe. And some will be comedic because I do like to have a laugh. It's Saturday and I've been celebrating a birthday today and I've been out this evening to celebrate the birthday of my friend George. We had a very, very nice meal out, so that was lovely. But now, after a busy Saturday evening with maybe a cocktail or two too many, no, you can't have too many cocktails, can you? It's time instead for a hot chocolate with a dash of Baileys, as always, in my velvetizer. I do love a hotel chocolate velvetizer. And time to curl up and relax and get a little bit sleepy, all comfy cozy, whilst the weather outside is not good. So I'm here anyway with you guys to start getting all cozy and relax. So don't forget, you can find me on Instagram and YouTube as Foxy Geek Girl. And I also have a Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Foxy After Dark. So it would be great for you to join me. Don't forget, give me feedback on this podcast and then we can evolve as we go along. So any feedback would be fantastic. I've got a few shout outs to do this evening. Thank you for your continued support since the start of my social media journey. Couldn't have a shout out without mentioning Bratman and Jerry. So you've always supported me. So thank you very much. Along with James. And Salvador, I'm not quite sure when you're going to listen to this, Sal, because you, of course, are over in sunny Australia. I would like to visit Australia at some point. I don't know when that's going to happen, though. I've just rebooked my holiday to go back to Florida because I'm a huge, I was going to say I'm a huge Mickey Mouse fan. and I do love Mickey Mouse, but I do like theme parks because I'm a big child. Anyway, that's enough about me and holidays. You will learn that I just live for my holidays. We need to get on with tonight's episode. So, Sit back and have a laugh tonight to the comedy that is Steptoe and Son with an episode called The Offer, which was first broadcast on the 3rd of July, 1966, way before I was born. We now present the first episode in a radio series based on the world-famous BBC comedy success, Steptoe and Son. With Harry H. Corbett as Harold Steptoe. Come on, you lazy, miserable mangy, four-legged old clodhopper. All you think of that is your oats. Yeah. Well, that old buzzard at home would have had his dinner and gone off boozing down the Skinner's arms. <laughs> Wilfred Bramble as Albert. 
worth that I'd love with its spawn of mine got to Spends all his time enjoying the lovely open air Never a thought for me Who's looked after him all his life Waiting at home It's an hour after me dinner time already And here they are in The Offer, the story which introduced us to those remarkable scrap merchants, Steptoe and Son. What's all this, then? Have you been out all day just for this? All day just to collect this load of rubbish? Oh, of course, I don't start that. Didn't anybody know you was coming? Has the flapper on your bell gone or something? Or did you put slippers on the horse so nobody did hear you? That's... Yeah. What you've been doing, creeping round the streets? Cool, blimey. Eight hours you've been out. I used to get more out of this than one house. There ain't so much junk about these days. Listen, son, if you don't shout out, they aren't going to come looking for you. You're going to ball out. They're all in there listening to housewives. Sure as they can't hear you, creeping boy. I was shouting. I've got a sore throat through shouting. I'm cold, so don't stop. Oh, we can't retire on this, can we? Bottles, empty bottles, dear. It's not good enough. A mattress. Who's going to sleep on springs like them? Oh, they jump out and bite in the back. <laughs> oh, I know it says Steptoe and Son scrap merchants on them gates, but you've got to do better than this, Harold. I mean, look at it. Where's the lead? I told you specially to keep your eye out for lead. Dad, there ain't no lead about. And where's the brass? There ain't no brass here. There ain't no brass about either. Yes, there's brass about. There's always brass about. And lead. You've got a shout for it, though. If it ain't tied up in ribbons outside the front gate, you just don't want to know, do you? Go and feed the horse. I'm going to. That's another thing. You don't look after that horse. How can you expect to get around quick if the horse ain't in good nick? Now look, Dad, you looks after the yard, and I looks after the horse and cart, all right? He don't get enough to eat. He's entitled to eat that horse. He's same as you and me. He's just as much part of the business as we are. Oh, for God's sake, Dad, don't keep on about that horse. He's a damn animal. He can't tell us when he's hungry. Well, this one can. A greedy, angry, gutty, great clod up. You watch your language. Your mother didn't like it, and neither do I. You haven't learned it all fast, so don't come out with it. Well, here's a greedy, angry, gutty... Look, you say stop outside of their houses. I don't stop. You get off, knock on the door, he's got half their edge inside of him. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, come on. Let's get this rubbish off. I was going to feed the horse. Leave the horse. This is more important. Give his hand with his chaise along. <laughs> Gee, what good's that? Half oh, the straw's hanging out. Look at all that straw. That's your precious horse did that. I had it down on a pavement. I went into Pider Woman, and when I got back, old Greedy Guts had got his great chompers stuck into it. <laughs> so you, he's useless. He's old and he's slow. I don't know why you don't take him around the knacker's yard and have him melted down. <laughs> Melt it down. You don't like that horse, do you? Come on, admit it, you've never liked him, have you? Well, seeing as how you brought it up, no odds out. He's vicious, he is. He lunged at me again today. That horse is no fool. He knows when he's not liked. You've got to handle him right, like I handle him. He don't lunge at me. Of course he don't. He knows when he's onto a good thing. I mean, the way you treat him, giving him sweets and lumps of sugar all the time, his teeth have gone rotten through you. 
I don't call that being kind to an horse, making his teeth go rotten. It's not as sweet, he's getting old. That's why his teeth is rotten. Glue, that's all he's good for. Yeah. Come on, then, let's see what you've been spending our capital on. Hey, what's this? Woolens or rags? I don't know. It's a bit of both, I guess. What rates did you pay? Woolens or rags? You've got six pounds here. Are they cream or dark? They're mostly cream. The rest is rags. How many times have I told you to sort them out before you pay for them? Gordon Bennett, I only gave her a tanner for the lot. <laughs> That's not bad, I suppose. I'll sort them out in future. Hey, look. You mounds about the way I treat the horse. You mounds about the way I goes out totting. All right, then. You go out with the cart. Go on. You go out. I'll stay here in the yard. I wouldn't mind sitting around the fire drinking tea all day long. Go on. You get up on that plank if you're so good at it. I'm sick and tired of sitting up there, staring at that great backside all day long. It's going up and down, up and down. You go out tomorrow. I stop breathing down my neck. Come on, help me unload this stuff. You know I can't take the cart out anymore. Not with me legs. Oh, well, that's it then, isn't it? Well, you don't want to say anything, do you? Otherwise, I'm liable to turn this lot in and be off. I'm sick to death of you, the yard, the cart and the off. Yeah, what do you know? What could you do? Oh, look, mate, don't you worry about me. I can look after myself. I'll be all right. I've had an offer. An offer? What? Get out of here. Oh, yes, I am. I don't include you or that rotten horse. See? Okay. All right. Well, what's it then? What offer? Who from? Never you mind. <laughs> I can't feed the horse. You don't want to go taking no offers. We got a good business here. Well, you're worried now, aren't you? <laughs> you don't want to go taking no offers. Young fella like you. You know where you are here. Outside you don't know where you are. You're safe here. You're a partner here. And there's not many lads of your age with a partnership and there's five in business like this. Dad. I'm 37. Well, that's young, isn't he? If I was 37, I'd be out with that horse. If you was 37, you wouldn't be out with that horse because that horse wouldn't have been born. You would have been out with the horse we had before and it was a much better horse than the rotten one I have to go around with. (coughs) Now you've done it, he heard you. Go on, blame the horse. All bad workmen blame the tools. You had it too easy, you had my dad made me come up the hard way. That's where I've gone wrong. I put you straight into the business. You didn't have to work your way up. Straight onto the cart you went with your own horse and your own name on the gate. My name on the gate? Come here. What for? Come here, come on. Come here. All right. Now look. Look at this gate. My name ain't on the gate. It's only got... And son. Well, that's you, ain't it? No, it ain't. It's you. It was your dad who had that sign painted. (laughs) It's an old firm. No point in wasting money. Keep on changing the sign. It'll all come to you one day when I'm dead and buried. I don't suppose that'll be long. Oh, gold, here we go. (laughs) Oh, here comes a sad bit. Hey, put that violin down. 
that it that might be valuable. Oh, yes, the spread of virus, without a doubt. Here, how about a quick chorus of arts and flowers? All right. Yes. Da, 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 da. Come on, come on. Da, da. Stop it, please. Stop it. Da, 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 da. Oh, come on. I'll tell us how you're hard done by. I'll tell us how ill you are. Come on. I'll tell us how you work your fingers to the bone just for me. Yes, come on. Say how ungrateful I am. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Stop it, stop it. Stop it. It all have your head off. <laughs> well, that's sword down. You might get hurt. I'll teach you to laugh at your father. <laughs> You've got to get out of scabbard first, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 what's the matter oh, now? It's me heart, Harold. I think me heart's gone. I've overdone it this time. Oh, come off it. There's nothing wrong with you. It's me heart, I tell you. Oh, all right, then. Sit on the floor if you want to. Look, you've been moaning about your heart for 40 years. Every time you can't get your own way, you, you've had 15 heart attacks, to my knowledge. I know. And if you have three, you die. Who told you that? The doctor told me, the one who came round last time, he says there's nothing wrong with you anywhere. He's lying. There's me legs. Your legs are. There was nothing wrong with your legs just now, was there? When you was going to have my head off. <laughs> Come on. Let's finish unloading this gear. You don't want to go taking no office. I've built up this business for you, son. It's yours when I'm gone. And then... When your son comes along, you won't have to change the sign either. Steptoe and son. Only it'll be you and your son. Well, I ain't got no son, have I? I haven't even got a wife. <laughs> I'll go out and get one, then. <laughs> How can I? Look, I'm never going to get married, Dad. So, as soon as I meet the bird and she says, What do I do? And I says, I'm a rag and bone man. She doesn't want to know. What's wrong with Dragon Bone, man? Go on, tell me, go on. It's an honourable profession. Oh, 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 you can laugh, but we're very useful members of the community, we are. Oh, yes. If it wasn't for us, the whole country would be cluttered up. You tell them that next time they turn their nose up. Hey, hey this mattress ain't bad. Where'd you get this? Uh, some old bird in Devlin Street. She wanted half a dollar for it, the saucy old move. You didn't give it to her? But of course not. In the end, she gave me three and a tanner to take her away. <laughs> You're learning, son. You're not such a rotten rag and bone man after all. Thank you very much. <laughs> now, let me feel it. There's ways of testing mattresses, you know. Well, do you, Mark? Do you need them walk all over it? Look at those muddy feet, Mark. It's not bad, is it? <laughs> not too many lumps. Good quality. Look, it's still got the utility sign on it. Yeah, I'll have that on my bed. When you've fed the horse, you can take that in and bring mine out. Oh, yes, all right. Look, I'll get you a continental headboard and a bedside cabin if you'd like to hang on. Don't be saucy. Well, it's always the same. If anything half-decent comes along, you always keeps it for yourself. You're like a little old squirrel, you are. With your little nuts all in the way for the winter, aren't you? Yes. I'm only trying to build up a decent place for you. You don't want to bring your wife home to a slum, do you? What's this? What's it look like? It's a plate. Look nice on the wall, that would. What do you want to put plates on the wall for? Dead to eat off of. Yeah, 
That's the idea of them. You don't put wallpaper on a table, do you? What's the matter with you? You're going potty in your old age. That's going on my wall. Look, I thought the idea of this game was to collect stuff and flog it. You never was to flog anything. You can't flog pieces like this. Look at it. It's beautiful. Look at that glaze. It's a collector's item, this is. Oh, yes. As nice a piece of Crown Derby as ever come into the yard. Crown Derby? Oh, your eyes is going. Huh? That's a bit of red anchor, Chelsea, that is. Never red anchor. What do you know about pottery? That's red anchor, I tell Never. you. Never. Look, I had you over that Chinese vase, didn't I? I proved you wrong there. What Chinese vase? That Ming dynasty. Yeah. The one who keeps your fatney bits in. The one you said was a Tang dynasty. Well, so it is. It ain't, I tell you, it's a Ming. I mean, I'd have understood it if you thought it was a Sung dynasty. But forgetting a Ming mixed up with a Tang. I mean, there's hundreds of years difference. Oh, it just exposes you, that's all. Anyway, I'm sticking this up on my wall. I'll stick it where you like. I've got fingers. <laughs> Haven't you fed that poor animal yet? I'll start that again and don't pinch any more of that junk. That is for flogging. You've already had the mattress and the plate. Now leave it alone. Leave it all out here. Otherwise, I shall take that offer. Yeah. Well, you go and feed the horse. That's my final warning. Yeah. Some nice stuff here. This mirror ain't bad. It cracked. It'd look nice in the oil, this wood. mirror looks real nice next to me plate and me barometer. It's about the only place on the wall with nothing on it. <laughs> what have you been doing? Um, nothing, son. Then what was that banging I heard? Banging? I didn't hear no banging. Have you been putting anything on the wall? Me? No, no, not me. I distinctly heard banging. Oh, 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 yes, banging, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yes, uh, I did put the plate up, J just the uh, old Crown Derby. Red anchor. Yeah, all right, isn't it? What have you got there? Oh, what's it look like? It's bottles, booze bottles. Yeah, by the look of them, they've still got some in. Yeah, come and help me sort them out. What's that? Whiskey. Whiskey. Hang on, we put in my bottle. Pass me that funnel, then. Oh, look at this. Here. There's a good couple of inches of the old Van Rouge here. Oh, Chateau Margoaks. Oh, have we got any Chateau Margoaks up there? Chateau Margoaks? Um, what year? 1955. Uh, 55. Here we are. Let's have the funnel then. That's full up now. Well, you knows what to do. Hammer the cork in and put it on its side. Let's have a drop now. No. Go on. No. It's for when we got guests. We don't have guests. It'll go rotten, I'm telling you. Look at that bottle of 1931 Chomberton. It's still only half full. Yeah, I ain't collected no 1931 Chomberton since 1932. It'll go rotten, I tell you. 
Let's drink it now. Look, put it back where I'm not touching it. How can I build up a wine cellar with you wanting to drink it all? Here, how are we off for Yugoslavian Riesling? We ain't got none. Right. Well, put that on the shelf then. We'll start a new bottle. Hello, what's this? Non-vintage Beaujolais. Oh, we got some of that, and it's nearly full. Good. This should finish it off then. Here, hang on, hang on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, oh, the, the, the rotten, lousy, stinking twits. What's the matter? Paraffin. <laughs> they put paraffin in it. Ruined me bottle of Beaujolais. It's taken me a year to fill that one up. I told you we should have drunk it. How can people do things like that? Perhaps it won't matter. Might taste all right. I knew a man who drank methylated spirits. He swore by it. Look, I, I'm not an alcoholic, mate. I'm a connoisseur. Well, if you don't want it, I'll have it. <clears throat> I don't mind a bit of paraffin. <laughs> you dirty old man. <laughs> cool. Lovely. Oh, oh, you try it. You can hardly taste it. <laughs> you ain't got no taste buds, have you? <laughs> How you ever had me, I don't know. We are so different from each other. Well, you got a lot of your mum in you. She got a refinement. You got it from her. Sunday school teacher she was when I met her. Not after. I still need that on the head. That's enough of that. And another thing. It ain't the sweets that's making that horse's teeth go rotten. I do look at mine. I eat more sweets than he has and my teeth ain't gone rotten. Well, of course they haven't. You got false teeth, haven't you? <laughs> false teeth don't go rotten, do they? Don't they? Well, of course I don't. Oh, well. Perhaps we should get the horse some false teeth, then. <laughs> Melt him down, that's our new thing for him. Wasting money on false teeth for horses. Here, just a minute. What's in this bottle? Ah, oh, gin. Bring me the gin over. And bring us a bit of rag. What for? To wipe the funnel out, of course. I have been pouring red wine in that funnel, haven't I? I don't want to pour gin on top of it, do I? It'll go pink, won't it? Give us that bottle. Hello, hello, hello. There was more in this than that. Aye? I said that there was more in this than that than there is now. I don't look at me. I am looking at you. I put a mark on this label, see? That's where the mark is, and that's where the gin is. Two inches underneath. It must have evaporated. Yeah. <laughs> I know where it evaporated too. You've been at it, haven't you? I've been out on the cart and you've been at the gin. Oh, well, let's put the tin out on it, that is. I'm off. I'm taking that offer. I only had a little sip to keep the cold out. My legs was playing me up. That's finished it. I've had enough. That's one thing I'm not putting up with. Nicking stuff out of my cocktail cabinet. You've gone too far this time. No, this is it. This is fine. I'm off. I'm going to pack everything on that cart and I'm off. I'm taking that offer. Wait a minute, son. You can't leave me. I can't run this place on my own. You don't want to come taking no offers. You'll feel differently tomorrow. You've had a hard day. Well, don't get in my way. Look, I've made up my mind. I, I should have done this years ago. Mind now. I won't touch a cocktail cabinet no more. Cross me heart and hope to die. 
Don't leave me, son. It's not just the gin. This is a good offer, I've had. I'll give you the plate, Harold. You can have the plate. I don't want a plate. I can sell my share of this lot, and then I can burn my way in. Well, what's going to happen to me? I'm too old to be on my own. Oh, oh it's me heart again. Oh, Harold, me heart started again. I'm going, Harold. Harold, do you hear me? I'm going. Well, that makes two of us, doesn't it? <laughs> Uh, I don't think I'm going to get over this one. I'm on my way out. Say hello to Granddad when you get there, <laughs> aren't you? But get out of the way while I collect my things. Right, where's my barometer? What barometer? The one I bought today, where is it? I haven't seen that barometer. Well, what's this on the wall then? A banjo? Uh, don't take the barometer. I, I always wanted the barometer. Well, it's mine. I can get a few bob on it. It's no good to you. It's in French. You don't know the French for cloudy. I don't have to know what the French for cloudy is. I can look out the window, can't I? You're stealing. That's what you're doing. Robbing an old man of his last possessions. Anyway, what do you want with all this stuff? I'm going to flog it. I'm going to flog all this stuff. I'm going to bar my way in. And then I'll be well away. I'll make a name for myself. I'll never make a name for myself here. Here I'm just... and son. I'll have these chairs. Don't you go doing nothing you'll regret later. Don't keep following me about. I'm following you about. It's my yard. I can walk about just as I like. I don't have to ask you. All right, then. Go on. Walk about, then. I'll stop here. I don't want to walk about. Now. You just want to follow me, don't you? Well, I ain't going to do you no good if you do. I'm not going to change my mind. I mean it this time. I'm off. So, you've made up your mind, have you? Yes, I have. I'm in a rut, yeah? I've been a rack and bowman for 25 years. 25 years. Ever since I left school. I've done so bad out of it. You've got a cocktail cabinet, a wine cellar, and a barometer. <laughs> like many boys of your age, you've got a wine cellar. Well, you've held me back all these years. You have. Who kept me here? You and your arts and your legs. You stifle me, you have. I've got ideas. I've always had ideas. I, mean, I could have been somebody, I could. I could have been a, a company director by now. A giant of industry. But it was you. You kept me all these years stuck here. You and that rotten horse. You moaning and nagging all day long. Well, I've been wasting myself. But well, the time has come. I'm breaking out. I'm striking out on my own. I'm going to make my mark on the world and you're not going to stop me. And what's more, I'm taking this armchair with me. You mind you don't hurt yourself with that. You aren't as young as you were. It's a rotten operation if you get it, that is. <laughs> That'll be all right in my study, that will. I'll have it recovered in red leather. Yes. With brass nails all round it. A pine panel library. I'll have my bookcases right up to the ceiling. My books. Where's my books? Here we are. I thought I had more than five. Oh, yes. <laughs> I shall want this golf bag. You, you'll be playing some golf then, will you? Well, all company directors plays golf. Oh, that's essential, that is. Oh, all the big deals is done on the golf course. Oh, you've got to play golf. I'd better take these as well. Spare tyres for my motor car. 
There's an old battery down there. Yeah, that's mine. I'll have that in my garage. My sofa can look after them for me. Bang them on. Right. Now, if there's anything else I need, I'll come back and get it. Oh, well, that's it. I'll be off now, then. Go and get the horse. You're not having the horse. I want the horse. The horse is mine. I'm not giving him to you. Well, I only wants to borrow him. I want to get my stuff moved in. No, you're not having him. You've never lied to him. You've never had one good word to say to him all the time we've had him. But I've got to have the horse. That's how I'm going to get this stuff That's out. That's your problem, ain't it? You're not having the horse. You're all right. Keep your stinking horse. That ain't going to bother me. I moved this gear myself. I don't want any favours from you, mate. I've never had any in the past and I don't want none now. That's just another reason for going. I'll soon have this lot on the move. What are you doing now? What do you think I'm doing? You got eyes? If I can't have the horse, I'll get between the shafts and I'll pull the rotten thing myself. You'll never do that. Won't I? We'll see. Oh, well, I'm uh, sorry it uh, had to end this way. I'll uh, come and see you when the pressure's off a bit. Cheerio. Cheerio. <laughs> Is that break-off? Yeah. Right. Well, I'll be off then. Cheerio! You better make a move on. It's getting dark. I'm getting a move on. Don't, don't you worry about me. I'll be there in time. You got far to go then? Yeah. But it won't take long. Once I get it going... Cheerio, then. Cheerio. No hard feeling. No. That's the only way. See, if you don't look after yourself, you don't deserve to get on. I was in the rat, you see. See, if I don't go now, I'll never go. No. Cheerio, then. Cheerio. Ah. I thought it moved a bit, then. I'll, um... Go on out in the gate, shall yes. I? Yes, all right. Come on, move. Because uh, oh, you'll want to get a run out, won't you? Yeah. Because yeah. there's that great big hill outside you've got to get up. <laughs> I'll be all right. Move. Move. Move, you rotten stinking car. Move. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go. I can't get away. Move, move. I got my offer. I'll, I'll, I'll go and put the kettle on, and we'll have a cup of tea. I'll get the old sausages going. You like the sausages, don't you? Oh, it's, a, it's a crown. It's, it's all wet and slippery. I can't move. Yeah, yeah, you come along inside, son. Let's go inside. I've got to take that off, eh? It's a bit late to go anywhere now, ain't it? I mean, it's got dark. You'd have to put the lights on. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm still going. I'm not staying. Of course you're not. You can go another day. Or on a Sunday, when there's not so much traffic about. And we'll get the car unloaded in the morning. Don't you worry about it. I'm going. I'm not staying here. 
I'm taking that off now. Yeah, of course you're taking it. You can go another day. And, and he can keep that offer open for you if he reckons you as much as you say he does. Oh, he does. He, he, he... You can stay here with your old dad and wait till a better offer comes along. No. I mean, the way you're building up your stock here, you, you'll be more of a power to be reckoned with. I mean, the, the, the more you can put in, the better offer you're going to get. <laughs> In the meantime, you stay here with your old dad. You have been listening to Wilfred Bramble and Harry H. Corbett as Steptoe and Son, written by Ray Galton and Alan Simpson, adapted by Gail Pedrick, and produced by Bobby Jay. So what did you think? Welcome back. Funny? Not funny? You let me know. I think they're hilarious, personally. I just can visualise them in my head when I listen to their voices, which is really amusing. I will be back tomorrow from 6pm GMT with a mystery and adventure from Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson. Oh yes, we're going to do some mystery and adventure tomorrow. So don't forget to join me tomorrow evening, 6pm GMT, like I said. Also, don't forget to check out my podcast page, patreon.com forward slash Foxy After Dark. It would be great to hear from you. Don't forget to get in touch, make suggestions, say hello, whatever. It would be great. And I'll catch up with you tomorrow night. Love you all. Bye.